Monday. Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I have an unbelievable rock star. He will not refer to himself as that, however, but I'm telling you, I am here to tell you this dude is a serious rock star. I want to welcome my good friend Steve Morgan to the show. Welcome, brother. Glad to be here, man. I appreciate uh, the opportunity just to be myself. I love you, bro. Love everything you stand for, man. Honored to be here. Dude, I like you are, um, well, your wife and you are two of the most amazing people. My wife and I talk about you guys. Whenever we, we, we think of network marketing in any capacity, you guys are the first two people that pop into our heads. So... <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate. It. Hopefully, a good thing. I mean, it's a good yeah. thing. Honored, honored for that uh, that compliment. Thank you so much. I have a hard time, as you know, uh, talking about myself. So, uh, appreciate the kind words. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to um, extract you talking about yourself a little bit today, <laughs> because, dude, look, people need to know that, uh, I, I, like. Anything is possible, and and that's what this show is about. Is it's it's about you know a, 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 giving people permission to succeed in spite of everything going on in their lives or in their heads, which mostly it's in in our heads is what I've discovered. But you know, like you and and your wife were like you. I forget how it all happened, but years ago, several many i don't know four or five years ago might guys, be more than it might be more than that you're right but you guys somebody hit my wife up either you or jen and or and said hey we have this room at the convention in florida we're not going to be able to make it and we want to just gift it to you and to my wife and she got to go to that convention because of that dude like that's like um, it's it's amazing. You, you guys are just two of the most amazing people on the planet. So um, thank you for that. If I've never said thank you, Jill's on here. She said, "Wow, what a pleasure to have the amazing Steve Morgan on the show. You and your wife are awesome leaders." Thank you, Jill. So Steve, let's talk about you for a minute. Let's start with where you were born and raised. Mm, um, uh, well, I was born in North Jersey, man. And, and I think that's where my, uh, anybody from New Jersey knows that, uh, New Jersey, we, we were born with thick skin. So I was born in Glen Ridge, uh, New Jersey in, uh, June 26, 1973. It was a beautiful year, beautiful day. I was actually born on my mother's birthday. So, uh, like I jokingly say, but truthfully, I'm the gift that keeps giving, I'm sure I've given her many gray hair and I've given her many of anxiety. So I, I told her the, I'm a gift that's always uh, giving to her. So born on my mother's birthday and uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good day. Dude. Wow. That's funny. You know, um, our Jill and I's little girl was almost born on her birthday. Almost yeah. just a few uh -huh. days, a few days before. But so, so you, um, you said, I mean, so you, you, you were born in, is that where you were raised in Jersey? 
Uh, no, actually, uh, fourth generation military. Uh, I also served as well. So my father uh, is from California. Uh, he joined the service, was stationed out there, met my mother. Uh, they obviously got married. Uh, my father served uh, three tours in Vietnam. Uh, she stayed out there. That's where my half my family's from, the Italian side. As you can see, I got the uh, uh, the hair qualities from uh, from the Italian side. Thank God. Yeah. And um, you know, we lived all over the world. We lived all over the world, Ken, and I'm convinced that's made me the social person I am. A lot of people, uh, when, when you pick up and move, we've lived, literally have moved 57 times Jeez. in my childhood. Uh, my dad was a career Army guy. I'm thankful and proud of him for his service to our country. But when you move like that many times, you either do one or two things. You, you freeze up and turn into a hermit, and, and you... You can't handle the change. But unlike this guy, you know, I became, hey, you know, every time I went to a new school, every time I went to a new community, I forced myself to get uh, social and I became the person I am today. I'm sure that's a contributing factor of who I am today. So, so definitely um, lived all the world, Germany, England, um, name wow. it. We've been almost every single state in the United States. Wow, dude. Um, by yep. the way, Cindy Clendenin is on here, and she said she's driving, and she pulled over. She's sitting on the side of the road just so she could listen to this, dude. That's my girl. She's she's a great person. Also, yeah. uh, also a veteran, uh, proud uh, Air Force veteran. There, Cindy's served our country for many many years. So, thank wow. you, Cindy, for on. Hey, and listen, thank you for your service because that's one thing I never did. Is is that, and I wish I would have. <laughs> That's the one thing, probably one of my only real regrets in life. But so, so, um, and thank you, Cindy, for your service as well. But so, so, so you lived everywhere. Like, where did you graduate high school? Uh, Modesto. My dad got out of the service. We moved back to Modesto. Uh, went to a school, uh, Oakdale High School in Modesto. California. Uh, and wrestled, played football, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So uh, finished out school there immediately upon graduation. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, I knew that I was going to be in, wearing a uniform uh, in the United States military. Uh, joined the Air Force. Uh, I left, literally graduated in June and was shipped off uh, uh, soon thereafter and served my country for 11 years. So. Wow. Dude, that's incredible. In the Air Force. Uh, yes, sir. What did you do in the Air Force? I was a uh, loadmaster, which is a uh, basically um, we're in charge of, of like giant cargo planes okay. and everything in them, uh, whether troops, uh, tanks, uh, you name it, we've shipped it kind of a deal. Yeah. Uh, wartime situations. Uh, we flew. Uh, we always say we flew. Uh, we flew the military and all their belongings. Oh, wow. Brought, and brought them home. So. Wow, is that the C five C five A C or very very good, sir? So we got C fives, one forty ones, okay, one thirties, C seventeens, and so forth. KC tens, KC one thirty fives. I used to own a business in Marietta, Georgia, right, literally right at the end of Dobbins Air Force um, oh. runway, the the runway there on forty one. And those ginormous planes would come, they land there, all the, take off and land there all the time. And it looks like they're doing about five miles an hour as they're coming in, which we know they're not, right? But the, 
They're so freaking big. What is it? You can fit five Greyhound buses end-to-end -end into one of those or something? They're huge. A, a lot, and actually they are going slow. And I will tell you this, in a wartime situation, uh, not very cool, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> not very cool, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, we've been shot at, and yes, we have uh, got out of that, thank God. Wow. But, uh, they are they are slow, buddy. They are slow, depending yeah. on the weight the weight loads. Yeah, yeah, it's insane, man. My my nephew, my my brother in law was an F four pilot at, in the Air Force till they retired the F four, and then uh, my nephew was an F sixteen pilot in the Air Force. Uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, it's in my family, man. So so um, so you were in for eleven. That's an odd number, eleven years. Yeah, yeah. Is that just like one day you said, I, I, I'm not doing this anymore? Or were you going to be well, yeah. a lifer? Uh, uh, you, know, it, it, you know what? For me, it was uh, I, I'd wear the uniform. Um, well, let, let me put it to you this way. Uh, they don't make enough. And, and, I, and I will do everything I can to support our military and, uh, and them getting re you know, rewarded for their time. They, they do a lot. We do a lot. We have, those that have become before us and after us do, do a lot, and they just don't get paid what they're worth. So my passion well, to serve my country was uh, at, at an all-time high. But the problem is, and you, you'll appreciate this, is you know I, like you, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. And I discovered this while I was in the service. I discovered that uh, my pain or my pay was not going to sustain – you know, my desires, my goals, my dreams, it just wasn't going to feed it. Right. And so I had to turn in the uniform for the new one, you know, the, 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 the new one. So I had to, I had to walk away from something great for something better. I had to, and it's sad to say, but they just don't get paid enough. And, um, that's why my passion for, for our, our servicemen and women are is so strong. So, uh, being an entrepreneur and getting paid in military wages do not, coincide so yeah right right cindy said you don't join the military for the money <laughs> it's, it's exactly right yeah it's, it's not there but the passion and I, and I commend every single person that wears that uniform i commend you and i thank you and i just i appreciate you and those of you that know me uh you know that that's that's my, I'm, I'm sold out for our military so yeah you you are for sure i, I know that one thousand percent so so you um so eleven years into the military, you 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 um, retired from the military. We'll just say that. Um, and 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 then what? What happened next? Were you in California still? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I got out. And I, I I did move back home. So here's the cool thing that I don't want to leave out of my story that I think is important. You know, we talked about we talked earlier about my dad being in. Yeah, you know, being a military brat is what they call it. You yeah. know, we were drug all over the U.S. Uh, not drug, but I mean, we pretty much you, you pack up and you move. Your dad gets shipped or stationed or, or whatever the case is. So we had to move. So that taught me my social skills. I'm convinced of it. I know it. I appreciate it. I'm thankful for it. Now, my journey in the military, you know, what you don't know is it taught me structure. Uh, I'll be honest about it. I was a very, um, as you know, Ken, I'm a very high-strung person. And us high-strung people have to be uh, disciplined. We have to get learn structure, and or, or else it can be, you know, damaging. Right. So when I joined the military in basic training, 
uh, for me, it was what, it was my second pivotal point of, of making me who I am today. You know, it, I was that kid. <laughs> I, I was that kid. I, I needed it. I knew I needed it. And I'm thankful the military gave it to me with structure yeah. and discipline and organizational skills. And it taught me follow through. It taught me follow through, Ken. Yeah. And I'll never, ever uh, 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 disregard that the military gave me some fundamentals that I use still today. And if you know my nickname, do you know my nickname? It's Captain Morgan. Oh, I Captain. knew that. Yes, I knew Come that. On. I knew you, that. Jeez. So I'm a, I'm a pusher. I'm a driver. And I can, you know, yeah. I, you know, I give the credit to the military for, for creating this guy. So just didn't want to leave that part out. Dude, that's that's incredible. Now, were you were you an officer in the military or? I was not. I was not. I was not. No, okay. but that somehow, you know, obviously there's a an alcoholic beverage called Captain Morgan. And <laughs> yeah. My last name is Morgan. Right. And somehow, about 19 years ago, somehow I adopted this name, and it's never left me. It's wow. never. Left. I've had it forever. <laughs> that's funny, man. So, um, yeah, I'm very familiar with, um, Captain Morgan. So, so, um, so you, okay. So you left, you, did you say you moved back home? Uh, yep. My dad, yep. We, we moved back, uh, yeah, back to California. Uh-huh. Well, my last, my last duty station, uh, was Travis Air Force Base, California. So it, it was, I was already here. I got you. So I decided to, uh, yeah. So, um, when you say you moved back, you moved back to your parents' house? Uh, for about a 30-day period, which was the longest 30 days, sorry, Mom, of my life. So. <laughs> well, you had to have been, what, 29, 30 years old, somewhere in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, it, that it was wasn't, but It wasn't long, but I had to put my feet on the ground. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, transition, I guess. Yeah. So, so you... Um, so 30 days after getting out, you're at your, your mom and dad's, you, you move out. Um, so what, what happened next? You, 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 you know, you said that you found out in the military, you discovered that you're an entrepreneur. Um, and you know, all of a sudden here you are no longer. And I, I mean, I remember my brother was in the Navy and, and he was in for six years and, or five years, something like that. And then he got out. Um, he didn't reenlist and, and, and so he, um, he's out for about a year and he absolutely despised every human being out here that was a, that was non-military. Like, he's like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I'm going back in, like he couldn't adapt. And so he went back in for another four years. Yeah. For four, cause it was six and then four, he did 10 years total. And, and so, um, you know, and then finally he's like, okay, I'm going to figure this adaptation thing out. So, um, but what, what happened with you? Like you came out, you're 11 years in the military. It's night and day different from being a civilian. Like it's a lot different. Oh yeah. I, like I, like I told you before, I, I loved it. I love the structure. I, I love the discipline. I love the competitiveness of it. Yeah. I love the drive. I love. You're not competitive though, are you? Oh no, not me. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, it had all the key things that that drive me, but the 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 financial gain wasn't there. So you know, once again, I'm still developing myself. I'm in my 20s. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out who Steve Morgan is. 
So just like many, you know, you take no offense, mom and dad. I, I don't know if you're watching this or not, but you know, um, you know, I followed my parents' lead. I went and got a, a, a government job because you know when you're a, a yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And really? so I went and got a government job because they, they they preached stability. They preached uh, go get a you know go get a, a stable job and go get uh, you know security job security. So I went and worked for the state of California. Uh, no offense to anybody that works for the state of California, but horrible experience. I mean, I promoted four times uh, in, in six years just for uh, just for showing up. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just horrible. I mean, I, I, once again, I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. Here I am, just showing up, doing it, giving it my all, doing what I do best, and here I am, moving up the chain. And then I, I walked away from that job and I went to corporate America. Have you ever heard of that? Corporate America, I've heard because of that. a big company, right? Yeah. You, you, you get the glamorous, uh, the glamorous titles and you get the, you know, in construction, you know, I was a project manager and I had a, 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 a desk with a window. And now wow. they may, that sound silly, but if you had a window, you were somebody, right? You were <laughs> right. I, it did nothing for me, but, but I had this job and I went to work for a, a large company, learned a lot, uh, learned, embraced uh, the, some fundamentals. And then my wife was like, I, I remember coming home one day, and I remember it was actually uh, in August of 2005. My wife said, uh, like, you're stupid. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? She goes, you're the smartest guy I know, and not too many people offend me, but my wife Jennifer offended me. She said, like, you're stupid. You're the smartest guy I know. Go start our own company. Go start our own company. Yeah. And so – so stupid me, I went and quit my job without notice. I just quit my job, and I, I made the, the catastrophic mistake of, you know, starting a company with no capital, no preparation, no. Uh, I knew my drive was there. I knew my passion. I knew. See, I believe that I can do anything. Yeah. I, my 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 mother bred that into my brain. You can do anything if you put your mind to it. Yeah. So I went out. I started a company. Um, uh, and, and I built that company from scratch, which, which, which I don't recommend. Make sure that you have operating capital. Make sure that you have things in place because, uh, trust me, I have gray hair to prove, you know, from that, from that decision. Uh, I, uh, I, I ran up $68,000 in debt getting it going. And, and I don't know if anybody's out there that's watching this, you know, Jen and I are firm believers that debt is probably, as a matter of fact, it's the number two cause for marital problems. Yeah, it is. It's a fact. Yeah, debt is, debt is a killer for marriages. Debt is a killer for home. Debt is a killer, you know, uh, 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 for marriages, man. It just yeah. really. Well, let, so, let, let, let me uh, before we go too much further down <laughs> that rabbit hole, I want to back up because I don't know that I don't see your wife commenting on here. So I'm not I, I'm not convinced that she's watching this right now. She's probably like, oh, I can't watch. No, I'm just kidding. So let's talk about, let's back up a little bit because all of a sudden you came home to your wife, but I didn't hear about where or how you met your wife. Have you seen my wife? I've seen your wife. She's gorgeous. Chances of meeting her in a gym are highly likely. I met her in a gym. My, my company hired this woman to uh to train us really yeah this yeah. is your corporate america job 
Correct. Exactly. Yep. They, hired, they hired this uh, high-end trainer to, to train us. Matter of fact, they had this prerequisite that we couldn't even touch the new equipment in our, in our training facility unless we got trained by this, this trainer girl. <laughs> and and, and uh, once again, I'm out in the field. I run you know, very high-end jobs. And they kept saying, hey, you have to get signed off by this trainer. Well, I uh, didn't think that was really the case. So I waited till the very last uh, opportunity to do that. I walked in, and I'm man enough to admit it. The, the minute she stood up, and it felt like slow motion as she turned around and looked at me, I thought, this woman punched my heart. And I, I'm honest to, uh, to admit it. Wow. Um, and so, so I, met, I met her uh, in a training facility and uh, my life was forever changed, yeah. Wow, dude. You're going to make me cry. Don't do that. This is my show. You're supposed to cry. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm mad enough to admit it, man. There, there's somebody for everybody, and that woman is, is that somebody for this guy. Dude, that's, that's, that's so incredible. So you met her while you were and and so wait a minute so she's so you're i'm trying to piece this together so you guys meet on the job so to speak right um and and then fast forward i guess a few years some at some point you got married right yeah. in yeah. there right and yeah. um and and you come home and she says you're an idiot. <laughs> you're, yeah, you'd yeah. Be, like you're like, why are we? Why are you? Was she still working there as the corporate trainer? Or? Uh, yeah, she she was she was the most sought after physical fitness instructor in the region. Wow. And, uh, so so big companies, big names uh, grabbed her and were utilizing her. I wasn't gonna let her go. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> she she is all business. I'll tell you that. My wife is, and those of you that know her, she is all business. She, she milked me for every training session uh, that I was willing to pay for. She actually uh, talked me into buying uh, meal plans and everything. She, she's all business, man. So that was a, she was a, she was a hard close for me. <laughs> she, <laughs> so, so, um, so you guys end up married. You come home one day and she says, you, you, this is what stupid. are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Like, right. let's like take your brains, take your experience, put them to work for us. Right, right. Put them to work for us. Don't, right. don't. We've always had this philosophy: don't make somebody else rich. Do whatever you, whatever you desire to do, do it for yourself. Right, right. Do it for yourself. I love that, man. I'm the same way. I mean, I am the like when people complain to me about their their jobs, I think what. Well, why are you doing it then? Like, quit. Like, quit. Oh, I gotta have, but I just doesn't, I don't, it doesn't make sense. Dude, I started my company with $20 to my name. And it was a loan. Somebody loaned me $20 and I went out and knocked on doors, man. And, and, and so, and I, so that's why I was kind of cracking up when you said I, I don't recommend, you know, starting with, with nothing and bootstrapping. But I truly think that that also builds a ton of character. It, it helps you appreciate what you what you build in the future because uh, I've just I've been there. I, I you know. Anyway, so so you you um, so that day is that the day you quit? Like you went in and quit the next day? Next day. The next day. Next day. She she came home. If uh, do you remember the cartoons with a little cloud around the person's head? <laughs> 
if, if, if there was a cartoon for the minute I told her, hey, I quit my job. She was like, you just cloud. I could see it. it was like, like what? <laughs> and, and, you know, you know, she was just like, wow. And, but, but see, see, the, the thing is, is, is I believe in myself. And I knew my capabilities. See, and that's what we try to breathe into people. If, if you truly believe in yourself and what's possible, then guess what? Anything's possible. Yeah. If you believe. Yeah. If you truly believe in what you're capable of, then anything's possible. Yeah. You know, you can agree in our age that we learn that you know, it's okay to leave something good for something better. It's okay to step it up your game or level up. Whatever you, however you want to word that, it's okay to leave something. And I don't, I don't recommend. I'm, I'm just want to make sure that we share this. Both of, them. I'm sure you agree with me. Don't quit your job tomorrow. Please don't do that. <laughs> That's not what today's about. Don't. I disagree. Don't quit, don't quit now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Quit today. <laughs> yeah. Make sure that you have a plan in place. You know. Yeah. I'm, make sure you I'm have kidding. A plan in place. By the way, just so everybody knows, I'm kidding. Yes. Make sure that you make sure you have a plan for sure. Yeah. So, so, uh, anyways, yeah, that's, uh, you, you know, we, I believed in myself and I knew, uh, I knew it was possible. So yeah. But, but, but let me ask you a question. Don't you think that, I mean, okay. So you were raised by a military career, military, um, father. I'm sure there was a ton of structure and discipline in your home. Um, and, 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 you know, you keep talking about faith-based stuff too, and I'm sure that that was ingrained in you throughout your life as well, um, which creates a very fine human being at some point. Doesn't mean that as in your 20s you, you didn't do dumb things because we all do, right? So, and probably even teens, but, but you know, still you have this, um, this moral compass that points north and, and, and it stays pointing north most of the time, probably. And and I think, though, like, you know, we talk about don't quit your job. Don't and I, I'm not and I'm just going to play the devil's advocate for a second here, because I think it's like when you went to boot camp, did anything occur at boot camp that you thought there's no way I can do this. I'm not getting through this. It's not, not even, that's not humanly possible to do what you're asking me to do. For me, I did not. I, matter of fact, um, I can grab my, my photo is right there. I could grab it, take two seconds. I was at the top of my class, uh, all the way from day one. I never got fired from my position of as, as a leader in that group. No, at my core belief is exactly what you said. My parents, I love them both. Thankful for them. Wouldn't trade them in for nothing. Uh, they both brought two different characteristics to create who I am today. Yeah. And no, I, I personally did not have that doubt. I didn't. Did you see it in other people? Uh, absolutely. And I still do to this, I still do to this today. Uh, to, I still see that today in today's age. And that's kind of where I created my purpose, which I don't want to jump way ahead of where I am today. But that's my purpose in life. I try to breathe life into people. My goal, my purpose in life is to breathe life and possibility into people. Right. I'm convinced that's why I was wired. All these things that you and I keep talking about has led me to where I am today, uh, ironically. And I'm thankful for it. And I feel my purpose is to breathe life and possibility into people. Right, right. I think I just saw somebody walk by. <laughs> that would be Jennifer. <laughs> There's Jennifer. 
Hey, so, when you work from home, you work from home, right? That's right. That's right. So, so, um, you know, my, my, I guess the point I wanted to try to impress is, is that there are things that you've, um, that you, you've, you've faced in life that were unbelievably difficult, right? And yes, somehow sir. though you got through it, right? Yes, sir. So don't you think that it's that, that push, pushing through the stuff that, you keep telling yourself is impossible to do. Isn't that what is part of character building is strength training, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just like everybody, just like you and just like Jill, Jennifer, just like everybody that's on this call today. Yeah. There's two ways to look at things. You know, we learn as we grow, we learn as we grow. And I think that some people, and it, it bothers me, but some people, uh, Take it personal. They don't learn from the lesson that life is teaching them. They they absorb it. They make it personal. They let it bog them down and drag them down. My advice to that person is learn from it. Learn from it. You know, as a young man, you know, clearly we, we see that I was in the military for a lot of years. As a young man, I've seen a lot of death. Yeah. I've seen a lot of death. Uh, and, and some people... Uh, it messes them up in a way that they can't recover. And, and I'm not putting that down. I love those people. And I, I am called to minister to those because I can relate. Yeah. For me, for me, for Steve Morgan, it taught me the value of life. It taught me the value of, okay, if that person can die, then I'm going to learn to embrace today as much as I can. I'm going to learn to embrace every day as a gift. And I'm going to try to make somebody's life better. So it's how you interpret Yeah. Uh, our growth and it's how you interpret our life lessons. Does that make sense? Yep. Absolutely. It does. So I, so again, back, you know, I was, I was, I was fired from a job. It's a long story, but I got, I was the top sales guy in this company too, years and years ago. And the next day I started my company broke, (laughs) like really broke. Right. And, and so it's, but it's that, that's what I mean is the pain, the, 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 the pain that you may be experiencing. If, if you're in a job where there's abuse or there's some, like, that's when, when I said quit, like get away from that crap, right? There's something inside of every one of us that when backed into a corner, you can accomplish things that are not even fathom, fathomable to you right now. Can, I can't even say that word, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So, so like when, when you, so you got in, so you went and started your own business. What, what you said in construction? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I had this uh, belief that my dad told me that the harder you bust your rear end with a capital A, the harder you bust your rear end with a capital A, the more you're going to have in life. Uh, I disagree with that to to this day. Do you really? There's a lot to be said about working smarter, not harder. And uh, anyway, so that's I. But I, back then, I had that philosophy. I went, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to break my back. I'm going to give the 16, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm going to do what it takes uh, to be successful. Wow. So the hard, yeah. you don't think it's about hard work? Uh, I do believe in hard work, but I think there's a smarter way. Yeah. I do believe that, uh, and I'm not putting down any construction work or anybody that kills himself. I just think there's a smarter work. A smarter way because what you don't understand is construction impacted my knees in construction impacted my back not in a good way 
So yeah. for, for me, it pushed me into this new industry that I had no idea or no, I didn't even know about network marketing. I didn't even know about this industry. I was forced into this industry because of my body. Really? Yep. It, it was an accident. It was a fluke that I found this industry that I, I now love and call home. I was a fluke. It was a, it was, a, it was by accident that this happened. So, but you because you were in pain, your body. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I had to figure out a better way. I had to oh. figure out something had to change or I wouldn't walk in my sixties. I mean, yeah. you got to understand when you're out doing manual labor and I thank every one of you guys that are watching this, that do that. I commend you and I appreciate it. Cause I can relate once again, I can relate. Yeah. And so I, a friend of ours introduced us to this industry, uh, at that point in our life, remember we were $68,000 in debt. Yeah. You remember that? Do you remember oh, that yeah. mistake? Caused? Yeah. Do you remember that situation that I caused? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, we were forced into this industry because we needed an additional stream of income. Right. We needed it, Ken. Like we needed it. Right. Ken and I's ideal, uh, 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 date night was grabbing the mattress from our master bedroom dragging it into the living room with a bag of popcorn and watching a movie in a different room. That was our, our, our that was, our, that's what we could do back then. And most people see our lives today and they go, no, that's ha, no way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we needed that additional stream of income. It's how we ended up in this industry that I now love and call home. Wow. So you, um, what dude, so that's what I'm talking about is like, Again, you said it earlier, anything is possible. So, so you went for, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that was a pretty small home that you, you lived in back then. Was it an apartment or a house or what was it? It was a house. It was a rental. Uh, we did not have privacy. We actually had to, uh, we actually rented out a room, uh, uh, to help pay for the, the, the rent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. People look at our lives and they, they don't believe that, but that's the truth. I mean, we had to, we rented out a room. Now, don't, 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 we're not saying our lives were horrible, as my wife would say, but we weren't even close to where we wanted to be in life. We weren't even close, just like many of you guys watching today, we weren't close to where we wanted to be financially. We weren't living the, our dream life, as we say it. We weren't live. we weren't anywhere close to the life we wanted to live. So, so right. yeah. So, so you got into network marketing. Um, we don't even need to talk about the company at that time, but, um, you know, what what was it that because i know you guys have built multiple multi-million dollar teams and helped helped a lot of people become millionaires and become big time five six figure a month earners um like that's a lot of money dude and that and and quite frankly six figures a month for most people it would most people can't fathom that like right and there was probably a time in your life and Jen's life when you guys couldn't imagine making a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in one month, let alone like in one year, let alone one month, right? Like there was probably a time when it was like that's <coughs> not attainable. What was it that snapped? What was it that got you there? And it, I know it didn't happen in, in like oh, the first week, <laughs> or did it? No. Years. Yeah. It's just like we talked about earlier about learning as you go. It's, you know, I, I, um, most people have had bad, um, how do you word that? Uh, 
correctly. You know, I, we've had experiences. We've had um, leadership that didn't align with who we were. Right. Instead, instead of taking it personal or making it personal, we learned from it. You know, we we believe in um, if it's up to me, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. You know, it's really up to you. Right. And if you're watching this, this, this broadcast today, your 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 destination determines on your desire. We knew that it was up to us. So instead of you know making it personal, we we learned from from all of our our, our stepping stones. We learned from it. Yeah. But that that determining moment, I remember the day clearly. I remember you got to understand. I was like most husbands in this industry. I was my my arms were crossed. I was borderline negative. I was uh, so skeptic um, that it was actually comical. <laughs> but I love my wife enough to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to support you. Because last I checked, we had the same bank account. Right. So I'm a supporter, right? It's our <laughs> bank account. It says Steve and Jen, not just Jen. It says Steve and Jen. So I'm going to support her, okay? Right. right. But I'll, I'll tell you this. It's because of my wife and her belief system in this industry that I didn't see at first. I'll be honest about it. Yeah. Uh, she 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 drugged me to a, to a, to a get together, and I watched some some things clicked for me. I watched you know hope play a role in, in our success. I saw people hungry for for something better. I saw things that night that I couldn't unsee. Yeah. I saw women thanking my wife that you just can't unsee this stuff, Ken. Yeah. You, yeah. So I remember the next day waking up and I looked at Jen. I said, Hey, let's. Let's do this. Like, like I, like she thought I was joking, uh, as I always did. But she, she's like, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah," because I know the power of a couple. I know the power of of what we both could do together. I knew that. I saw it, and I remember that morning waking up and saying, "Hey, let's do this. Like, let's give this a hundred percent." And that's when the shift happened. Wow. So it it just took off. Yep. Really. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, now you back up to my military. In the military, you don't have uh, you, excuses aren't allowed. You understand? Right. Yep. Like follow through is bred into your brain, yep. and it doesn't leave. Structure is bred into your brain. A no fail attitude is bred into your brain. Yeah. Well, we live that every day. Okay. It, it, you know, if it's possible, I'm gonna do it. I'm that guy, Ken. I'm that guy. Yeah. If I can change somebody's life, I'm going to do it. I'm going to breathe the possibilities into somebody's life. I'm going to do it. Wow. Wow, dude. So, so you guys, and, and do you still have your construction company? No, sir. Found a better way. <laughs> and I know it was, I mean, you did well in that business, didn't you? Extremely. Yeah. Extremely well. Um, yeah. Yeah, extremely well. Super thankful. Uh, once again, a huge stepping stone in my life. I'll never take it back. I love what it did for me. It allowed us the freedom to pay all our debt off. Yeah. And, and so, so, so yes. Uh, but, but I, but I found a better way. Wow. So you, and and the better way is it for you has been the the network marketing industry. And again, I know a lot of people in, in the industry. So you, so how, okay, so without asking your exact numbers, um, 
I don't know what you're allowed to talk about or what you want to talk about, but I'm going to ask it anyway, and you can say I don't want to talk about that if you don't. Um, what's the largest number of people you've had in your downline? Ballpark it. How about that? We are just under 17,000. 17,000. In, in our personal organization, correct. That's insane. Okay, so, like, that's huge. That's That's a lot of people. So... And, and for those of you that don't understand that, you make a little bit of money off of each and every one of those people almost on a monthly basis, if not monthly. So, um, but my question is this, because most people go from here, I have zero in my downline to, or I don't know anybody, or I'm not a salesperson, or I wasn't in the military, I'm great at making excuses. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, like they have all of these reasons why they can't or won't or don't want to and yada, yada, yada. And the, the, you know, my question for you is how in God's name and everything else holy would a person go about creating an organization with 17,000 people in your, in your, or on your team? How's that happen? Well, I, I, I may sound uh, very cliche, and I don't mean to because I, I don't believe in that. But here, here's here's the here's the secrets, right? Here's the secrets. Uh, there's a, there's sayings. I'm going to share a few sayings, and, and most of you guys have heard these sayings, so it's going to sound cliche. But you know, change your circle. If if you surround yourself by people that push you and that want more for you, guess what? Chances of you succeeding are going to be highly likely. Right. Okay. There's another saying, show me your five friends and I'll show you your future. That freaks so many people out because, but it's truthful. Yeah. And sometimes the truth hurts. Here's the thing is you're in control. And I'm speaking to you on this call. You're in control of your future. You're in control of your financial status. You're in control of your bank accounts. By the way, you're in control of your tomorrows. If you don't do something today to change those, guess what? It is not going to change. So the sooner you grasp that, the sooner that you allow that to permeate your heart. Guess what happens? You're in control of your tomorrows. Wow. Add to that. I'll add to that. Who cares about yesterday? It has absolutely nothing to do with today or tomorrow. It doesn't. Who are you kidding yourself? It's That's like walking forward with your head facing backwards. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. It's a proven fact. Turn your head forward, focus on your tomorrows, embrace your todays, and guess what happens? Endless possibilities. Wow. So, oh, dude, so somebody just said, Melissa Burrow, who's a client, a friend of mine, she's amazing, but she said um, something. I've, uh, I, you know, I got involved in network marketing many, many, many years ago. I've been in it f for a long time. Um, she said, pyramid, right? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people have this and and again everything in life is a pyramid but I'll let you explain that um what what how do you when people say is this a pyramid one of those pyramid schemes um what do you, how do you answer that well I <sighs> Uh, Melissa, I love you and I appreciate you for sharing that. Um, and I don't my, know that she meant it in a negative way. She just well, said no, pyramid, no, I, right? just, I'm glad that she brought that up. That's a very valid point. Uh, I always refer back to my experiences. 
Okay. Uh, once again, I shared with you earlier, I was in corporate America. In my corporate job, there was one owner, and he sat at the top of the company. Right. Uh, underneath him, I had regional managers. There were seven of them. Now, that's a, that's a weird pyramid, but if they understand the concept, underneath those regional managers, there were branch managers. There was 22 of those. Okay. Underneath those branch managers, we had senior project managers, which I fell in that category. And we had, so if you look at that structure, everything is a pyramid. Right. Every pyramid. Corporate America is a pyramid. Uh, every job that I've had is a pyramid. In the military, it's a pyramid. Right. It's your mindset. It's how you look at things in life. Yep. It's look at things in life. So just about everything is a pyramid. And she says, I have many friends in network marketing, LOL, not a negative question, smiley face. So um, she, I knew that she did. She's definitely not like, I, I just, but I know this. Look, it's, it, and putting her question to the side, I've heard that so many times, so many times. And I'm sure you have. Is this one of those pyramid things? Is this like one of those? Aren't those illegal and blah, blah? Yes, those are illegal. This is not a pyramid. But anyway, so, you know, I, I think that um, unfortunately there is a lot of negative. Um, there is that. There's a lot of negative negativity about network marketing yet people people sit in traffic you've seen that meme with the the 10,000 cars sitting on the freeway and in rush hour and and the memes like tell me how much you um love your job again or something something like that so um whoops i think we just froze are you still there i am loud and clear i'm good oh good good my end yeah the the video froze or something there it's back it's back so um, I've got people t sending me Facebook messages. That's freezing up my computer for some reason. Anyway, so um, so you've done incredibly well in in network marketing, and I know that you have. So uh, just talk about the, some of the success that you've had and what you attribute it to. Uh, we talked about. Uh, learning. We talked about earlier about stepping stones. We talked about uh, things in life that make you who you are. I, I think that we've had a lot of examples, and this may sound very harsh, and it's not meant to be, but it's a fact, and I'm a truthful person. We've had a lot of leaders in our life that told, taught us what not to be. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of, we've had a lot of examples of what not to be. And instead of taking that personal and making it personal, we, Jen and I said, okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. We're not going to lead that way. We're not going to be false. We're not going to give false hope. We're not going to uh, mislead people. So we took all of these experiences of what not to do, and we ex excluded them out of our life, and we led with our heart. You know, for, for, for Jen and I, we believe in transparency. Yeah. We believe in being 100% truthful. Yeah. Uh, it, it has served us so well. That when you type in Steve and Jennifer Morgan, and I'm not bragging about myself, but if you type, we have an impeccable name because we believe in truth and transparency. Yep. Because you can't strip that from somebody. You can't remove it. It's the solid foundation of made, a, of made, that's what's made Jen and I who we are today. Yeah. I believe that, dude. So, and, and, you know, one of the things that I, 
you know, you and I were talking, I don't know, a week or two ago and, and, um, I love our conversations by the way. So do I. Um, you mentioned that, you know, and, and I won't mention that I don't even remember the exact number. Um, but how many, you know, um, five and six figure a month earners you have in your, your organization. And, and it's huge. I mean, huge amount of, of people out of 17,000 plus people in your organization, um, that are on your team. You have a lot of people making five and six figures a month, a month, a month. Those are millionaires. Like some of them are millionaires. Were they all millionaires when, when they joined your team already? No, that, that was a rhetorical question, but that's one of the things that I love about you is you, you lead with your heart. You teach others to lead with your heart. And I, and I said to you before we went live on the air, dude, this is about, this show is about helping people get unstuck. Right. And so, so what is it in your opinion? If, if you could only give one answer to this question, what is the number one thing that is keeping people stuck? The number one thing. Ooh. Dude, everybody says fear. You, you, you know I'm Italian? Else. You can't limit somebody like me to one answer? <laughs> All right, I'll give you two shots. Two shots, that's it. So, and, and look, the, the reason it, everybody says fear. Everybody says fear. And I totally get that and I believe that. I believe that the, the common denominator is fear. But what else? There's more to it than fear. Yeah, it's lack of belief. It's horrible. It, uh, it's one of the things that drive me nuts about somebody. You know, so, people, so many people don't believe in themselves. They don't even believe in their capabilities. And it drives this guy nuts because look at it. Stop. Stop. Stop telling yourself it's not possible. Stop telling yourself that you're not worthy. Stop telling yourself that. It's a, it's a lie. It's an internal lie to yourself. It's a lie. You are capable. You are possible. But you have to be willing to do that. So if I had to choose one, it would be a lack of belief, self-belief. It's horrible. And it's a disease, by the way, that's curable by actions. Boom. By action. So I have, I've never jumped. Have you ever jumped out of an airplane? Uh, yeah. I, of course yeah. you have. <laughs> hey, more, time, more times than, than, than a human person should, but hey, it is what it is, right? <laughs> okay. So I have this, I'm not really afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the sudden stop if things don't work out, right? So, so like, I, I've, I watch these, like, I'll watch a video and I'll, like, they'll do that stupid camera angle off the Empire State Building straight down and I'll get that, that weird panic attack feeling and then, like, I'll, you know, or I'll see somebody skydiving and it's so, it looks so peaceful. It looks so unbelievable. It looks amazing and it's something I would love to do. But again, I have this unbelievable fear that would literally paralyze me from even entering the gates of the airport to board the aircraft to skydive. I wouldn't like, so how do you get past something like that? Because it's the same thing with a network marketing business or owning a traditional business or anything else. How do you get, how do you, can, is it possible, possible to push somebody past that? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what it is, Ken. It, it's the what if. You know, it's too many people. It's, see, what if, what if uh, is like a quarter. It's like a coin. You know, it has two value. It has two sides. Same value. One is damaging. One is positive. What if is the key thing that I teach people. What if people say, well, "What if I fail? What if you don't? What if I?" Uh, what if I don't succeed? What if you do succeed? It's your mindset. Right. See, the sooner you shift this, this is it. We all have it, but this is it. See, what if can be just as damaging as it can be positive? What if you succeed? What if this is your time? What if it, what if it's, uh, what if it's possible? What if you, you know, what if? Stop what ifing the negative and start what ifing the positive. Positive. There's two sides to it. So I I breathe the possibilities of what if, and I teach people to get rid of the negatives of the what if. What if can be just as powerful if you look at it from the right perspective, and it's all right here. Dude, that's that's so powerful. That's so powerful. You know, I love the stay-at-home moms. I love the stay-at-home moms. Now you gotta understand something. I live in an industry which is like 78.5% women. You know, no, not all men are creepers. No, not all men are, you know, look, I mean, but I love the stay-at-home moms. I do. You wanna know why? They're probably the most strongest women out there. Yeah. And I love creating those stories. I had a girl, Shannon, I met her 16 months ago. She was had she had that wavering belief. She met a guy that pushed her in, in areas that she probably wanted to punch me many days. But but if, but if she was on here today, she would tell you that, you know, if you believe in somebody, if you breathe life into somebody, you teach them the other side of what if anything's possible. She's one of those people now that are making five and six figures a month. Wow. She never had this kind of system. It's all your belief system, Ken. It's all right here. Dude, that's that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Wow. So <clears throat> Melissa Burrow said working moms too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, okay. Hey, maybe my words are pertaining to a certain conversation. Yeah. I'm telling you, absolutely, man. I, I like I said, I live in an industry full of women, man, and they motivate me, man. Yeah. The power of a woman is I'm telling you, my wife is so strong, so powerful. She motivates me. Most men wouldn't admit that. My wife pushes me to be better. My wife is a very strong woman. Yep. And I'm thankful for her being in my life. So, so uh, Melissa, I, thank you for being well, a strong woman. You already woman. know I can relate. <laughs> oh, okay. so, Jill, Jill's another one. Exactly. She is, she is man. So, so let me ask you this. And, and Dude, we're already at the end of an hour. Can you believe that? That's insane. Yeah, hey. When you're having fun, it, it time flies. So, so, and I ask this of, of, of every guest on the show. I'm going to ask you this question. This is always the last question I ask, too, just about. Um, that question is, are you looking at Jen? Is she right there? No, I had like, I have like 30 turkeys uh, walking right past my window. I, I'm sorry, but I. 30 turkeys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So like, of course I'm my, getting my, my gun. I'll be right back. <laughs> my, my peripheral caught my cut the movement. So sorry about that. Oh my god, that's so funny. 
So, so, and you're a huge, you're a big hunter. Let's just tell everybody. I'm the outdoorsman, yes. Yes, yes. I know, uh, do you want to talk about Alaska? Um, no, there's not enough time. Oh, uh, I, dude, I, uh, just... I do believe that everybody should, should, should experience Alaska, though. I think it's an incredible place. Um, I went there for selfish reasons to get, to get close to God and, and just reconnect with myself, and it was uh, amazing uh, uh, four weeks. And, and, and once again, my, my job, my career, my industry allowed me the freedom to do that. And I'm thankful for this industry. So when people say, hey, you know, what is it really possible? Can you really have that laptop lifestyle? My answer would be yes. Um, it allowed me to go to Alaska for four weeks. Uh, Dude, you didn't even have a cell. You didn't even have a cell signal. I, I, I didn't. Uh, I, it's, easy, it's even crazier than that. I was dropped off on a little plane by a, a, a pilot named Jeremy Davis. This little plane, I was only allowed 50 pounds. I was dropped off in the middle of absolutely no, I was 132 miles from civilization. I saw seven people, two pilots, they dro dropped me off, two pilots, five natives, and that was my only contact in four weeks. Oh my God, dude, that's crazy. That is so, and, and dude, you're texting me, like, I, well, it was a couple days before you're leaving, you're like, all right, bro, I'm going off the grid. I'm like, what? What? Are you getting locked Literally. up, dude? What'd you do? <laughs> You're like, no. No, I'm going to Alaska. I, I was like. I went to make this. See, see, it's all yeah. about this. Yeah. When this is so clear, when this is clear and, does, and you get rid of the clutter, when this is clear, yep. you're able to receive everything. Dude, I love that, man. God, this is amazing. We should just like go ahead now and book you for part two where we talk about Alaska. Because, dude, I know like that was. Oh my gosh. So, um, all right. This last question, somebody calls you their, 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 um, their life's a mess. They, 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 um, the electric's getting shut off tomorrow. Car was repoed last week. They, you know, everything's falling apart and they can't eat. They don't like, they don't know what to do, right? Life is bad. What do you say to them to help them? at that moment, have a shift. What do you do to help that person? Well, I first, I first asked him if, if they believe that, that it's possible for them. I mean, you, you understand if you know, you said it earlier, I don't know if you said it or I said, it, but it came up earlier that doubt, you know, doubt is a killer. And, you know, I just, I want to, I love to work with people that, that we all want more. Can we agree on that? Oh yeah. yeah. Y'all want more. We all, we all want everything that, that everybody says is possible. But my question for them would be, do you believe? Do you believe? Because I love to work with the willing. I love to work with somebody that has a no-fail attitude. So I would ask them, is, is do you believe that it's possible? And if their answer is yes, then I'm going to latch on to them. And, 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 and the kind of guy that I am is, is a no-fail attitude. Okay, we're not going to fail. You don't quit me, I don't quit you. So, so once I ask them if they believe, then I ask for the commitment because I'm the kind of guy you don't want to commit to because I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. Wow. And if they don't quit me, I'm never going to quit them. So therefore, we have an agreement. We have an agreement. And we don't stop until they get into a situation that, that gives them a lot more breathing room financially. See, I love financial stories. I love financial stories. I love the underdogs. I love the stay-at-home moms, as I shared earlier. I love people that are at that breaking point 
where they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You have to be to that point to even want change. Wow. So I prefer people in that state of mind. I prefer that because when you're sick and tired, and we've all been there. Yes, Ken, I know you have. You have to. Everybody has had yep. to experience the sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you're at that point, that's when you're coachable and trainable. When you're coachable and trainable, guess what? Anything is possible. Amen. Amen, dude. Wow. This has been a freaking powerful interview, as I knew it would be. I knew it would be with Mr. Grizzly Adams himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you, dude. You're freaking awesome, man. You're you're like a man's man. You're the you're the dude we all want to be. <laughs> like like I, I told you, I was gonna ask you, have you killed a bear with your bare hands yet? <laughs> no, not, not yet. No, not yet. I, I should add that to my to-do list, but no. <laughs> you said it's on your to-do list. <laughs> now, on, uh, uh, on on part two, when we talk about Alaska, let's just say I was a little too close to him than I cared to be. Okay. Right. Yeah, I know that story. <laughs> Holy moly, dude. Yeah, we have to do part. Who wants to do a part two? If you want to do a part two, make sure you share this out. Even if you already shared this, share it again. And if we get enough views on this today, we hit a thousand views on this. I'm going to invite Steve back for part two. The and we'll just say the Alaskan journey, because dude, it was it was four weeks and it was intense. Yeah, there was not a dull moment. I'll bet. No, no, and it goes back to to once again where I was at. I wanted to push myself in in situations that I've never been pushed for. for. Right. You got to understand, I lived off the land. So anyways, we'll save the rest of that for part two, but yeah, dude, I'm a, yeah, it was, it was intense. That's awesome, man. Steve, thank you, man. I appreciate you. I love you and, and your wife. You guys are amazing. Some, some just, you're, you're a couple of the biggest blessings on this planet to so many other people. Thank you. I, I, I respect you. I love you as well. I know you know that. And that's yeah. the cool thing about our friendship as I know you know that. Yeah. I'm honored to be here today. Um, and and I, I love your heart. I love your heart, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. I know you're busy. Appreciate you taking the time, bro. Okay, buddy. You guys have a great day. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Thank you. Appreciate it. You guys all have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Steve, don't hang up yet. Don't hang up. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.